Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends. It is the Pilgrim's Odyssey. And if you've uh, paid attention lately, you notice that auto manufacturers have had quite an odyssey getting cars to customers. New cars, especially popular new cars, can be very, very hard to find, an incredibly long wait if you order. And not only has this made getting a car hard, it has made used car prices skyrocket. Go look sometime. There are some models of used car that have gone up like 50% over the last year or two. Now, in spite of this, one manufacturer, one auto manufacturer has been almost immune to the impact of the computer chip shortage, which has made new cars hard to come by and has resulted in used car prices skyrocketing. It has plagued almost all auto manufacturers, especially American manufacturers. Here in Kokomo, where I live, there are lots filled with pickup trucks that cannot run because they do not have computer chips. GM has been at 60% production. Ford, 50% production. But the one company that has weathered this the best, Toyota, throughout all of this has stayed at over 90% production. Over 90% production. Now, how did they do this? Well, they did this for one, having the farsightedness to see that in a global economy, there could be production problems on all sorts of levels, not to mention COVID. And they predicted a future chip production problem or chip supply problem, and they stockpiled computer chips. Imagine that. Pretty simple, huh? They stockpiled computer chips because they thought if we don't have computer chips, we can't make cars. And they had all sorts of reasons for thinking that sometime in the future, computer chip production and supply could be disrupted. And so what did they do? An article I was reading in Fortune magazine that got me thinking about all this. Here's what it said about it. Unlike many of its rivals, Toyota essentially stockpiles computer chips. That's a deviation from JIT, just in time, which dictates that supplies reach the production line only when they are needed. In practice, Toyota suppliers do the actual stockpiling. So Toyota doesn't have those computer chips lying around. They just make sure their suppliers do. Like all automakers, the company relies on a multitude of components that contain semiconductors, such as smart displays or audio systems. Toyota requires suppliers of those components to maintain up to a six months buffer supply of chips dedicated to Toyota orders, just in case. Just in case. Toyota, the, arguably depending upon the year, you know, the one or the first or second most successful auto manufacturer in the world, just in case they had some of those chips laying aside. Now, why do I bring this up? Because we can learn a lot in uncertain times like ours from a company like Toyota and how they have prospered when other companies have lost hundreds of millions of dollars because they weren't prepared. 
And what can you do that Toyota did? You can identify what you need to stockpile upon and then do it. Now, it might not just be goods, might not just be toilet paper that none of us could get early in the pandemic. Might not be instant oatmeal that I couldn't find at Aldi's the other day. Literally, the shelf was wiped out of instant oatmeal. All gone. Every bit of it. Went to the young lady stocking shelves. What about that instant oatmeal? We don't got none. We don't know when it's going to be here. But besides goods, how about stockpiling up time with your family and friends? How about stocking up time by building relationships with people you might need in a time of need? Do you know a good handyman? Do you know a good plumber? Do you know a good car repairman? Or how about building your spiritual home for future threats to your faith? You know, when life is kind of easy and you're in your routine and you're going to church on Sunday morning, it can become easy to think, well, I'm doing enough. But maybe you lose income. Maybe somebody gets sick and dies. Maybe the life just gets hard. As my wife and I were talking about this morning over coffee, man, we're soft. Our world today is so soft compared to 50 years ago or 100 years ago. Man, we're soft. Are we ready to be tough? Are we ready to be able to suffer and still find joy and happiness? Are we ready to have to be tough and still be able to? to find joy and happiness. So many things that are really luxuries can go wrong in our life. You know, we don't have enough money for that trip or we lose a job and we're trying to keep the lights on, but we're still in an expensive house or the cell phone bill is bugging us because it's getting expensive. You know, luxuries stress us out. Are we prepared? Are we stockpiling? Are we getting ready for when times are tough? Because if the last 18 months has taught us anything, when you're caught shorthanded, it's too late to stockpile. When the toilet paper's gone, it's gone. When the computer chips are gone, the trucks sit in a parking lot. When your faith has not been practiced and then you're hit hard, you're much more likely to question your faith than you are to lean on it. We also tend to make bad decisions during time of crisis because we are not prepared, because we tend to make short-sighted corrections that lead to worse problems. Just look at our responses to COVID. What has it been? Incredible trillion-dollar debt, actions that have led to people who don't want to work and companies can't find workers, and yet COVID goes on and on. Something that we think we can control, that we can't control, and we try to control it, and our answers just make it all worse. See, when you're not prepared, when you're not spiritually ready, you make bad decisions, and bad things happen. And preparation, the same type of preparation that Toyota has shown, has allowed them to exceed all other, auto, all other auto manufacturers during this crisis. Man, it's an old concept, isn't it? But one that we don't always listen to. From the good book, going back to Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 20, verse 4. The sluggard does not plow in the autumn. He will seek at harvest and have nothing. You wait to plow, you wait to plant your seed, you ain't going to have food when you need them. You got to learn to plant early, to get up early, to work hard, to have that food when you need it. 
Now, in our day, when you just go to Aldi's and get instant oatmeal, you don't really think about it. But what happens on that day, like I experienced just the other day, and I go to Aldi's, and there's no instant oatmeal. And then there's no instant oatmeal the next day. What will I do? I will perish. I can't get berries and cream. From Proverbs 24. Verse 27, prepare your work outside. Get everything ready for yourself in the field, and after that, build your house. It's a good reminder. Make sure you got the basic things taken care of. Make sure you got food. Make sure you got water. Make sure if supply chains in here were interrupted, just like in the auto industry, they could be disrupted as they were earlier in COVID, but for much longer, they could be disrupted at the grocery store. How are you going to eat? What are you going to do if the electricity goes out? Prepare for that before you worry about that new leather couch. Prepare for that before you worry about that new paint in your room. From Luke chapter 21, verse 36. But stay awake at all times, praying that you may have strength to escape all these things that are going to take place and to stand before the Son of Man. Bad things happen. Disasters come. You're going to grow old and die. Stay awake. Keep your eyes open. Don't put your head in the sand. Search out truth. Be alert. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 7. By faith, Noah, being warned by God concerning events as yet unseen, in reverent fear constructed an ark for the saving of his household. By this, he condemned the world and became an heir of the righteousness that comes by faith. Build your ark, my friends, your physical ark, your spiritual ark, your community ark, your health ark, all those things. Be prepared. Life changes in an instant. And if you are not ready, you'll get left behind. Your family will get left behind. But if you prepare, maybe you will endure and you will come out of it stronger with better relationships, a closer relationship with God, an example to others, even when you feel alone. But my friend, you are not alone. Me and many others are here with you. So stay awake, prepare, be like Toyota. You might not need computer chips, but what do you need? What do you need to work on? What do you need to stockpile? Not just instant oatmeal, but prayer communication, all those things that make us human, all those things that are important, all those things that allow us to aim high, to spread our wings, regardless of the storms coming our way. And then when everybody else is panicking, when everybody else is scurrying about, when everybody else is listening to false prophets, looking for hope, you, because you've had your eyes on the things that matter and you've prepared yourself will be able to find peace. You've been listening to The Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on The Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green. So my rain.